Acetaminophen, the main ingredient in Tylenol, does impact how you perceive the world and influence everything from feelings of joy to your ability to feel empathy. In this podcast, I'll be going through the most recent science on how chronic Tylenol use may be blunting your entire spectrum of emotions. Let's jump into it. Welcome back to the Holistic Nootropics Podcast. My name is Eric, and I'm here to help you boost your supplement and nootropic performance. One way to do that is by heading on over to holisticnootropics.com and downloading a copy of my free supplement buying guide. I created the supplement guide to help you navigate your way through the $100 billion supplement industry by identifying problematic ingredients that create toxicity in the body and take away from the overall ability of the product you're buying to give you the benefits you're looking for. That's because these ingredients are typically preservatives and fillers and excipients that manufacturers use to prolong the shelf life of the product to give it more color, to give it more flavor, but really in the end creates excess toxicity in the body. So you want to avoid all that to make sure you buy only the best products on the market. The best way to do that is by heading on over to holisticnootropics.com and getting that free supplement buying guide. And if you are enjoying this podcast, whether it's on YouTube or audio, please remember to subscribe. If you are enjoying, give it a big thumbs up and leave a comment down in the comment section below, and we'll continue the conversation over there. If you're listening to this on audio, head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave the podcast a five-star review, and I've got everything uh, timestamped down in the description below, so if you want to jump around, you can do that as well. All right, let's jump into this podcast all about the potential of Tylenol to turn you into a mindless non-player character, NPC. So why am I making this video? Because I, as somebody who discusses, you know, brain hacking and brain optimization and, you know, uh, biohacking and specifically nootropics, the biggest thing you need to do I feel, to make nootropics really work, to get the benefits of whatever nootropic or supplement or biohack you're doing, is to first eliminate things in your life, in your diet, in your lifestyle, from your medicine cabinet, that are sabotaging the way that your brain can work optimally. So, you know, for instance, if you want to lose weight, well, you're not going to continue to suck down five Cokes a day, right? You're not, you're going to try to eliminate all of the high fructose corn syrup out of your diet. You're going to try to eliminate all the fried foods out of your diet. There's no point in, you know, spending money on a gym membership and working out two hours a day and busting your hump and feeling sore and, you know, sweating through all your clothes and all the things that come with going to the gym, if you're not going to also get rid of all of the problematic food in your life that's giving you the excess weight in the first place that you're trying to burn in all those hours in the gym. It's the same thing for uh, using nootropics and for, you know, getting your brain to an optimal place. You got to get rid of all of the problematic factors in your life that are sabotaging your brain's ability to work well. And so I have identified one of those factors to be acetaminophen. And it's not just because I've got a vendetta against Tylenol. Um, you know, I've got a vendetta against acetaminophen. It's because in researching other nootropics and other things for, you know, for the website and for this YouTube channel, I kept coming across these studies on acetaminophen that showed how they, uh, you know, how they were effective at manipulating the brain to, uh, um, to really, 
not be as optimized as you want. You know, in short, Tylenols or acetaminophen's ability to blunt pain, which is what people use it for, also bleeds into its ability to blunt joy. And so it's when you start losing these extremes, even though, you know, we're not talking about bipolar, that's something totally different. But, you know, life is all about kind of rolling, riding that emotional roller coaster. You've got to have the highs, you got to have the lows. And if you start losing the lows, then you kind of start losing the highs. And then you end up in this kind of middle gray area where life starts to lose color, you know, food starts to lose flavor, you can't get excited about things, you don't feel the joy you want. Um, and that takes away from quality of life. And they've studied this in acetaminophen. So uh, I, I want to talk about that in this video today. So um, really quick, let's kind of cover the basis of you know what we're talking about when we talk about Tylenol and acetaminophen. So acetaminophen is the main ingredient of Tylenol. And Tylenol is infamous for its overuse. So there are people who are using a lot of Tylenol every single day or several times a week or even several times a month, which you know can be categorized as chronic use. And so overuse of acetaminophen does lead to liver injury. So this is not controversial. This has been studied um, many, many, many times. This is one of the, uh, I believe this is a warning that Tylenol uh, itself recognizes. You can experience or you will experience liver injury with overuse of, um, of Tylenol. That's because when Tylenol is metabolized in the liver, uh, it's metabolized to a toxic intermediate called N-acetyl-P-benzoquinone imine, um, which is then detoxified by glutathione. And because you have so much of this toxic byproduct, the NAP, uh, NAPQI, uh, that's going to deplete your glutathione. And when you deplete glutathione, um, glutathione is your main, uh, uh, it is your main detoxifying, well, it's your main anti-inflammatory agent in your liver. And so now we're going to start experiencing is excessive oxidative stress that becomes rampant and then leads to liver injury. So, um, you know, so we know the liver injury is something that happens with acetaminophen. And I have talked in several videos that I'll link here in, uh, in the description below about the importance of a well-functioning liver, especially in regards to mental health, because, you know, first off your liver is your, is where things get detoxified. And so if you have a high toxic load in your life, whether it's from food, air, water, mold, uh, you know, um, pesticides on different uh, fruits and vegetables you're eating, the toxic metabolites you can find in, in really any food or all the water that you drink. Um, you know, if you have preservatives you're eating, anything that, you know, the, the toxicity in the air that we breathe, uh, heavy metals, you know, all these different things, environmental toxins that you find in materials around you all throughout the day. Your liver is every single day constantly, you know, flushing that stuff out. When your liver becomes injured, now, why don't I'm over here? The liver's over here. Uh, when your liver becomes injured, now, uh, now we can't get rid of that stuff. So now you start to build a higher toxic burden. And many of these compounds that we do run across, come across throughout our day can be neurotoxic. And so this will speed up neurodegeneration. It will speed up things like depression, anxiety. It will speed up brain fog. So, um, so if you want your brain to be optimal, you need a well-functioning liver, not to mention the whole glucose 
metabolizing effects of uh, of a liver. The your liver's ability to properly metabolize fats, to properly metabolize protein, all of these things you need a well functioning liver for. Acetaminophen excess damages the liver, which is going to damage your body's overall ability to properly metabolize these things in your life that you need to have metabolized. Um, so specific research into, uh, into acetaminophen has shown, uh, its ability to promote numbing of pain, but then also numbing of emotions and objectivity. So you start to lose this ability to object to things, to have a critical opinion of things. Um, so there was a study that was done, um, where the, uh, uh, where the subjects did, could not feel joy or anger. Um, and so I think that's kind of exciting. Uh, it reduces hurt feelings. So, uh, it reduces distress over other suffering. Um, you lose loss aversion. And so this is a cognitive bias that describes why for individuals, the pain of losing is psychologically twice as powerful as the pleasure of gaining. So you start to get into a place, um, and they have studied this you start to get into a place with excess acetaminophen consumption where you just don't care if you lose. You're not too worried about losing. You know, for the for for a common person, losing is twice as bad as winning. So we try to be more loss averse than we do uh, than we do about gaining um, than we do about going for the win. We try to lose less instead of win more. And so too much Tylenol takes away that fear of loss, which can be good, don't get me wrong, but you also need to be able to feel the pain of losing to be able to recover and make yourself better from that. Tylenol takes away from that. Tylenol may also make you more risk accepting due to its ability to reduce risk perception. And so again, you might think like, well, great, I don't feel, uh, I won't feel the pangs of risk as much. Well, no, you need to know, you need to, you need to understand, uh, you know, risk benefit. You need to understand risk so you can avoid things that might be too risky. You know, if you start engaging in more risky behavior, you know, like let's say excess gambling, let's say uh, driving too fast on the freeway, being one of those people who, you know, weaves in and out of traffic at high speeds, uh, you know, risking relationships, whatever it is, you start to lose that ability to really perceive, you know, the cost benefit of certain risks. And that's not good. Uh, and again, this has been, uh, studied, um, and Tylenol may make you less aware of things happening around you. So it, uh, it messes, it messes with your, uh, brain's ability to perceive different things happening in your peripheral. So it, it can laser focus you on things that are important, but you also need to have all of this stuff here. And, um, they have studied in, uh, in subjects, the ability for acetaminophen to take away all of this stuff over here. And so again, it can be good for focus, but if you're driving, you need to see what's going on around you. If you're walking, you need to be able, you need to be aware of who's around you, especially if you're in a dangerous situation. If you're, you know, in a crowded room, uh, if you're in a bar, if you're in a nightclub, um, and you don't know the people around you, uh, you can't see what's happening here. There could be danger on your side, right? So, uh, so Tylenol can take away from your ability to perceive, uh, threats outside of your, um, initial, uh, vision of focus. So we talked about the risk behavior. Um, actually 
the interesting thing with, uh, with risk perception was there was a series of experiments involving over 500 subjects that found, uh, found that acetaminophen has the ability to blunt anxiety towards risk-based decisions, thus allowing the subject to engage in more riskier behavior. So, you know, this has been studied in humans. And then uh, they have also seen that uh, acetaminophen can create lack of empathy in people. Um, now, of course, you know, there are like the standard warnings taking acetaminophen during pregnancy. They have found that acetaminophen uh, use while pregnant leads to uh, potentially leads to ADHD in the, uh, in the new child. Um, and then what you also get is acetaminophen being linked to dampening of social pain, which can help stave off subsequent uh, harsher emotions leading to depression, anger, hostility, and stress. Now, um, it's also important to remember that negative emotions such as anger and sadness are natural responses that serve adaptive functions and help people make sense out of social situations. So this is why dampening social pain can be so detrimental. So really at the end of the day, you know, if you're somebody who is trying to foster relationships, you know, you're trying to be there for other people, you're trying to, you know, just make the most of yourself and, you know, your social ability is so important, your ability to socialize with others, to feel the pain and the joy of others, to feel your own pain and your own joy is so crucial in making you a productive member of society. Not just that, but really making you, giving you the tools you need to strive to be the best person you can be. Because if you can't feel the pain of loss, then you can't internalize that and turn around and make yourself better. And then if you can't feel the, the, you know, the highs of joy, the, the highs of success, then it's going to demotivate you to want to get there again. Um, and that's why trying to avoid excessive Tylenol use or acetaminophen use is just so crucial, especially for those using nootropics, because at the end of the day, if you're using nootropics to focus better, uh, to feel better. So many people are using things like, um, you know, 5-HTP or methylene blue or St. John's wort, um, or even an adaptogen or like a mushroom to feel more, uh, to feel more vibrant, to feel more alive. But if you've got acetaminophen sabotaging that whole situation, then you're going to have problems seeing success with a lot of these nootropics and you're going to spend weight. You're going to, you're going to, uh, you're going to spend money on things that don't work. And at the end of the day, sometimes, addition by subtraction is what you need with nootropics and biohacking. So that's really all I have to say about acetaminophen. I would love to know what you think. I believe the story does go much deeper than what I've laid out in this video. Um, and you can only really know by people's personal story. So if you have experience using Tylenol and experiencing its side effects, such as this emotional numbing, let me know down in the comments below. If you agree, if you disagree, I'd love to know what you think. We'll keep the conversation going in the comments. And if you are new to the channel, again, please remember to subscribe, head on over to holisticnootropics.com and take a deep dive into all of the previous Holistic Nootropics podcasts. That's all for today, everybody. Until next time, peace. Peace.